Okay. Uh, we have some groundwork to cover. We have some groundwork to cover. <laughs> <laughs> That's staying in there, buddy. Keep going. Okay, okay. First off, I'm sick, if you can't tell. <laughs> Second off, uh, we appreciate all the support that we've had for the first five episodes, and I mean that from the bottom of my heart. Yeah, it's been unbelievable. We never thought we'd get to, you know, 50 listens, let alone more than that, so... For real. It's been awesome. Also, uh, starting into our deep dive on Russia, we'd like to note that we did all of this recording, all of the research, everything before the Russia-Ukraine crisis war thing that's happening, so there's going to be a lot of positivity towards (laughs) Russia. Yeah. It doesn't really play off that well nowadays, I guess. But I, you know what? I I feel like you guys are all gonna, you know, if you've already listened this far, then you're kind of well tuned into how we are. That we're idiots. Yes. But also, <laughs> please know that, like, you know, that's a complicated issue, and we're maybe not the best equipped to understand what's going on over there all the way. So. Yeah. And lastly, we got a new mic, so you guys, it's not gonna really affect anything that you guys hear for like the next ten episodes, uh, except for maybe the intro. But you know, yeah, we're we're just we're just trying to figure out what we're doing. All it's right. an audio journey, okay? <laughs> and we're all along for the ride together. <laughs> all right, so enjoy the episode. Bye. Hey, y'all. This is Cat Eater. Thanks again for listening up until this point. Today, I just wanted to introduce the different format that we're going to be starting. We are going to do a deep dive into Russia. We're kind of looking at an entire but incomplete history of Russia. This is going to be a several episode series, and then we will go back to less deep dives that we typically would call like a kiddie pool episode. Uh, So yeah, I hope you enjoy. I want to note, there's a lot of strokes that happen to people in Russia. I fucking love that. You want to say Aristocat. I do so bad. You want to say Aristocat. Welcome to Can We Talk About, a weekly podcast where we dive into discussions on varying topics and find ourselves in different waters than where we started. I'm Cat Eater, my co-host is Johnny Five, and today we discuss the beginnings of Russia, Ivan the Terrible, and Russia's first bromance. You can email us at cwtabout at gmail.com. That's Cat Whisker Tobins about, spelled A-B-O-U-T, at gmail.com. And we hope you enjoy the show today. My sources are history.com, which, by the way, I ended up going down a rabbit hole of itself. I needed to know the lens that history was bringing the information through, you yeah. know? So I was like, who owns history? So then I found out who owns history, and then I found out who owns that, because it's always a rabbit trail to find out who actually owns all the stuff. And uh, it turns out that Disney and Hearst, Hearst, something like that, and Hearst seems pretty chill. They don't own Fox News, so I figured they were good. Yeah, um, yeah, I think so. <laughs> So, History, BBC, and Wiki is really where most of this came from. And a lot of the Wiki pages, because this is like deep Russia history stuff that was just like literally just translated from Russian stuff, so there's no like cite the source on it thing. Right. It's like, there's we can't cite sources as no, well this from is Russian, just, yeah, deep this Russian is, books. Yeah. So It's like in the museum. Yeah. So, we're going to start off right to bat with... Rus, which is how Russia, Russia started. It was called Rus, and yeah, it's kind of debated whether or not this is how it was found, but it's the most agreed upon one. There's like some pseudo historians that are trying to say that history is a different way and stuff like that, and so they have like a different story that they kind of go with. 
but what I landed on based on a consensus from two different sites was that Olog, Oleg of Novgorod found it. He was a Viking and there was set in place trading routes that they had that were there constantly like all year long. Yeah. And they ended up going out a little further, finding Novgorod and settling there. It's like on a river and stuff. And so he expanded there in 1879. It was a trade route into the north to where St. Petersburg is now. And he expanded it south to where Kiev is now. And it united a bunch of like Finnish and Slavic tribes to form Kiev Rust State. So that's how it starts. When you say expand, did they like slaughter a bunch of people on the way? Information is lacking. <laughs> okay, so that's a yes. <laughs> yeah, information is lacking, but probably we can go ahead and just assume through most of these that people are just kind of consistently dying at a regular rate. I feel like that's normal. <laughs> <laughs> um, I learned through just this little bit of Russia that's really just a bite that we need to just calm down and war's going to happen because it's always happening all the time. And America's still really young, so of course they're at war with things all of the time because everybody was, you know... Yeah. Everybody that was in Europe and on that continent, they were at war for like 300 years in different ways with different people settling where the lines were going to yeah, be. Yeah, basically. So, it happens. <laughs> I'm feeling better That's, about war in general, uh, which I don't know what that oh says about God. it. But. I love that. That's, that's like... Or they try to make you comfortable with it, and then learning about Russian history, it's like, okay, but that's why. <laughs> yeah, like I just, I have become numb to the damage of war. <laughs> it's been a ride. It's been a ride. So yeah, the founding of Russia is disputed, but like with no other options given. Like they're like, that's not what happened. And you're like, okay, but what did? And they're like, not bad. So I don't know. That's what we're saying happened. The whole reason they do it is because Oleg is... It doesn't sound Slavic in nature. They identify as Slavic. And so they're like, well, he couldn't have found us because he's not Slavic and we identify as Slavic. So it had to have been a Slavic person. Right. Some weird politics thing. I don't know. Then the Mongols came in and started just wreaking havoc and wrecking shit. They already had their own country and shit, right? The Mongols? Yeah. Yeah, so they didn't have countries like we consider them, but they were called Khanates. I might be saying that wrong, but they were like states of here's a Here's a plot. Yeah. <laughs> and so they had Khanates, and the leader of them were called Khans. Okay. So, like, uh, Shaka Khan and things like that. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Fuck yeah. That was a leader. And, and a Khan could be anywhere from, like, a chieftain, like a large tribe, to, like, an entire empire. Like, okay. the, the range of size of state or country that it is completely ranges. But that's their format of government, is a Khanate. So, the Khan of the Golden Horde is like, we're going to take a bunch of this. We're going to take a bunch of your land and stuff. We're going to jack you up. So they took almost all of what they had had settled at that time. Did you find out anything about, like, agriculture and shit? What does Russia have? Well, so I can tell you that there's this portion in, like, belt through the middle of Russia that's called the steppes. That has a lot of, that's where a lot of the back and forth happens for a while. And grasslands. Oh, okay. And plains. It's it's flat, little grasslands. Okay. Yeah, it's, like, in between... The, like, jungly mountains, you know, like the Indies and stuff, and and then the wasteland of Siberia stuff. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Okay. So, yeah, there's this belt in the middle that they call the steppes. I don't know why the Mongolians were going everywhere to begin with. So, the Mongols were Mongolians that had been, like, mixed with Turkish culture. Okay. And so they were called Turkicized, which is a really fun word that doesn't seem real. Right. Um... (laughs) 
But yeah, so they were Mongolians that had adopted Turkic culture. And I don't know why they wanted to spread or anything like that. That's more like, let's discuss them and figure out what's up with them. I got you. Yeah. But so they were going through and doing all of that. They were still part of the Mongol Empire, so they were spreading it. Um, And they destroyed all the cities except for Novgorod and Pskov. And Pskov was like one of the south ones, I think. And then, um, and by destroyed all but them, I want to note that they were still set on fire and sieged, but they somehow kind of like kept a foothold there, the the Russians did. Okay. Not a huge one. It was like, we're here because you're letting us. All right. We give you, we, you're in charge. <laughs> Just let us stay here. And they were like, yeah, okay. And that, that spans for some odd years, a while. And then the next big thing that's even brought up as actually something of interest is Ivan the Third, Ivan the Great. But I was like, so what happened before him, though? Like, what, what happened between the Mongols coming in and Ivan? Right. And basically what occurred was they hid out for a long time, and then they kind of, like, established Moscow as still a Slavic area. All right. And they were kind of hanging out there for safety, and then made it a full city. And that was where they stood their ground. And the Mongols were like, that's fine. We've got all the rest of Russia to us. (laughs) So you can have that little square mileage of stuff. Right. Yeah, knock yourself out. Yeah. And so while we're we're talking about this, Russia's expanding, but not by a whole lot. And and when they're arguing over the crown and stuff, they're, they're literally arguing over Moscow for a lot of it. Wow. And then they kind of get some cities back here and there, and it's this weird mix between between Mongol state and Russian empire-y stuff. Right. um, That is really hard to sort out, because this is like old texts and crap. But so before Ivan the Great, there is his dad, who was Vasily II, and he's known as Vasily the Blind. I want to note that I wish that we could bring back the... Person the blank. Yes. Yeah. That sounds like so much fun. Because there's a bunch of them in this, and it is so much fun. (laughs) There's two Vasalis in this conversation we're about to have. And and they're both known as different people? Yes. (laughs) But both having to do with eyes. Huh. Okay. Yeah, it's going to be great fun. So. (laughs) That's badass. The father of Ivan the Great was Vasali II, and he was blinded through this story. And Ivan the Great was a grand prince with him, co-leading, while his dad was still alive. And then when he died, Ivan the Great came into power. But he was basically running all the stuff before that, because his dad was blind. Okay. Vasali II had to fight for the throne. His dad died while he was still really young, and his uncle was like, I'm more capable, I want to have the throne. And everybody in the court was like, "Mm, but Vasali's here... He's young, but he could do it. You know, he gets the throne. And his uncle's like, that's not going to work for me. So he goes to the Mongol Horde. He goes to the Golden Horde. Yeah. And he's like, hey, I want a license to rule Moscow. And they're like, yeah, okay. So, <laughs> so he comes back with this license from the people that are just, like, ravaging everywhere around them. And he's like, look, they said that I can have the throne. And they're like, no, we're pretty sure you still don't get to have the throne. Right. And he's like, no, no, I, I want it. And so they get this guy, Shavalsky. Shavalsky. There's a lot of consonants together, but I'm pretty sure that's how it says, Shavalsky. He 
is like a lesser ruling person, like he's part of the aristocrats and stuff that get to make decisions. Well, he betrays Vasali II, and okay. he says, I'm going to help this uncle get into power. And so he gets him sent off, he loses the throne, and they like banish him to Kalana, which is like a small city. And he made a small army out of his supporters and took back the throne. He went to Timbuktu and then fucking came back with a bunch of people. You betcha. And I bet you they had the pitchforks and the... Yeah. The, oh, yeah. It's good stuff. Um, so he, he brings his small army back and gets his throne back. And then he says, Shabalski, you're an asshole. And he has him blinded for treachery. Damn. Then his cousins, Holy the sons of his uncle, yeah, are like... That's our throne, though. <laughs> and he's like, oh, my God. Right? Like, I can just see him rolling his eyes. Yeah, yeah. So they're like, that's not how this is going to work. We're going to take the throne. So they defeated him, and they got the throne from him. And he had to run away. And he went and hid in the Golden Horde. <laughs> so, like, just, this place took over all their stuff. They know that they took over all their stuff. And they're like, I want permission, and I'm going to go hide in here. <laughs> And there's something just so bizarre about that to me. I love it. It's like a old... It's like, okay, so instead of a dragon, it's just some dude. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's so absurd. I love it. Once the cousins took the throne from him, the... I'm going to go ahead and assume the older one, because I can't... It doesn't explain why he's the one that took the throne, but Vasali the cross-eyed God damn it. took the throne. God yeah, buddy. Uh, yeah, buddy. I mean, at least he gets his eyesight, but that sounds painful. Not for long. <laughs> so, Vasily the Cross-Eyed took the throne, but his brother Dimitri was like, but I want the throne. Mm. And so he makes a deal with Vasily II and is like, all right, let's take him out. Truce. And Vasily's like, well, yeah, it's the only way it's going to work for me, so sounds good. So they, they banish Vasily the Cross-Eyed and blind him. Wow. Oh, yeah, they're just like plucking people's eyeballs out, man. Like, I don't even get it. So they blinded him, which effectively removed him from, like, the contest for power over the throne. And then the Golden Horde collapses. Oh, fuck. And starts, like, disintegrating into its own... It turns into, like, 50 different Kakanates and stuff like that. Like, it's doing its own thing. It's a whole nother thing. That's a whole nother what's with the cons. I don't know. Damn. One of the Kakanates that's from the Golden Horde that had collapsed and turned into all a bunch of their own, uh, the Kazan Khanate, led by Ulug Muhammad, seized the city of Moscow, and Vasily was forced to flee. He came back with forces, but he failed, and he was captured. So... The, I guess they're still Mongols, took Vasily okay. as a... Um, hostage? Hostage, yes, thank you. So they took him as a hostage, and they were like, pay us a huge ransom, probably more than you have, to get him back. But they did it. They scraped it together, and they paid the ransom, and it took like five months, but <laughs> they, they get him a, back. They did a bake sale. They right. raised <laughs> the money, did some tricks, ran a lemonade stand. Yeah, know. got the car wash. Yeah, so they will wash your Mongol cars, give us that money, and then we'll give you the money. You know? Yeah. So, capitalism. <laughs> um, <laughs> but so they get him back five months later. They've paid the, the ransom, and he gets to come back. But while he's gone, Dimitri took the throne. That's where the control passed to. So Dimitri got the throne, and Vasily comes back, and he's like, oh, Guy again. So he blinds him to remove him from the right to power, right? Fuck. What the hell? <laughs> so now he's Vasily the Blind. Yay! And the he, cool one. Right. And he banishes Vasily the Blind to Uglik? Uglish? 
That sounds cooler than wherever the last one was. It's worse. Kama. Yeah. Oh, it's Kalana. Worse. Kalana. Yeah, Kalana's where he was sent before, and it was like a little one. Like here, have something. Uglik was straight up like, "You are banished. I never want to see you again. Go hang out in this hut town." Like, wow. Yeah. Not so that's where he sent bed. Him. Dude, right. <laughs> I don't know. It was not good though. So he sends him to Uglik, but the people were pissed that he got rid of Vasily. Yeah. They were like, "This is jacked up, man." You know. And so he brings him back, and he's like, "Here's what I'm gonna do." Because I'm so kind. I'm going to give you Vologda, which brings me to Baloney for some reason. <laughs> yes. But he gives him Vologda to rule. And it's uh, another little city space, but it's nothing huge. But it's like something, you know. That's you better something. than huts. Right. <laughs> it's better than where you were. The people won't be mad. You can come to visit. Mom won't yell. You know. Yeah. So he does that, which was a huge mistake. Because then he gets all his supporters together. <laughs> he does the same thing and that he, he does did the before. same thing. God damn he it. regains control of the throne. And he later, later, not much later, but he, he poisons Dimitri. And his kids fled to Lithuania. Cool. That's They were like, that's good. we know what's going to happen here. We're just <laughs> yes. going to go. And he was like, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> I, so, I condone it. <laughs> yeah. And then his son, Ivan III, Ivan the Great, helps him lead until his death. I want to note, there's a lot of strokes that happen to people in Russia. Just out of the blue? Lots of strokes. Were they young at the time when they stroked? All different ages, (laughs) all different times, lots of strokes. So Ivan the Great did a bunch of cool stuff. And I'm going to list out some of those and then we'll kind of go through some cool stuff. So like actually great stuff. Yeah, like he did some good stuff. Like there was some really good growth with, with Russia while he was in there. He tripled the territory. Uh, so got a lot back, a lot of their land back. All he right. ended the Mongol and the Tatars, Taters, I don't know, <laughs> T-A-T-A-R-S, dominance Tartars. over Russia. Right, but there's no R, T-A-T-A-R-S. Tatars. I want to say Tartars, but it's not. It's like Tatars, Taters, Taters, Tatars. Yeah, I don't All know. Right. <laughs> but Jesus. so, because they were both also, again, it's kind of outside of the main what's going on so there's not a whole lot of information i have on it and i also would have been here for eight years if i had gone into mongol politics i'm sure so i didn't (laughs) but those two different parties ended up having all the dominance over russia he ended that he renovated the kremlin he created a new legal codex so like not a a constitution but an actual set of laws which is really good because novgorod never even had that right what when you say renov- renovated the Kremlin, well, I mean it's been besieged for a while, so oh, so he gave it like a made structure. it nice. Okay, yeah. Um. <laughs> I'm sorry. There's going to be a lot of that. Oh, don't worry. There's at some point some guy, and it's not in here yet. I don't think. I don't think it's where I've gotten to quite yet. But there's a guy later on. They owned Alaska. They sold Alaska to us, and oh. then took the gold that we gave them for Alaska and gilded. Some buildings, you know, like the little Hershey Kiss dollops that they have. Oh, they put the gold under they the, the fucking... They put the gold on the things, yeah. pretty badass, Dude. actually. Right. So, so yeah, they do some wild stuff. I don't want to say that. On the, <laughs> Alaska's a great place to go to. I'm just, I'm just throwing Well, it's there. funny because they, they bought it for like $1.4 or something, which was a lot back in the time, of course. <laughs> and, and a lot of Americans at the time were like, this is 
dumb. Why are we buying this? <laughs> I you didn't know? want to say it, but yeah. <laughs> but currently, it's like fourteen trillion in value. So that's because we have investment. a. P- it's because we own it now. Because <laughs> there's oil. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You buy things and find out later that there's oil. That's how it works. It's an investment. It's a gamble. Yeah. <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> One's just for fancy people. Yes. <laughs> uh, also, random fun fact, the Bering Strait is named after a leader who had done the... Catherine the Great's brother, something Bering, was when they went over to Alaska and found the islands, the kind of trail between yeah. the two and all of that, and they named the strait after him. Yeah, you're welcome. Huh. Uh, we don't get to Catherine yet. She's over here on unresearched yet. <laughs> because things just got so crazy. But anyway, so he created the, the legal codex, which is like the first set of laws that they really have. Um, wow. <laughs> right. And then he laid the foundations for the Russian state. So it wasn't totally settled at that point. Like he laid the foundations for how things were going to work. Did people like it? Um, enough that the titles come from the people. Okay, cool. Yeah, it's not like just a couple of dudes like the people decide how these people are named all right yeah that's the only thing that i i guess i had concern over was like did he just like get this spot and then he was like you know what i'm just gonna put up this makeshift shit that way it looks all right or did he actually like kind of listen to them a little bit you know i don't know if he so much listened to them a little bit but what i can say is that what I've learned is that if the Russian people truly don't like something that's going They've, on, they uh, fucking make you it know, change. I believe that. I, I, I 100% believe that. You are going to please them at least to a minimum level or you're dead. Like, those are your choices. <laughs> like, that's, 100%. I fucking love that. There are so many leaders that have been overthrown by the people. Don't get me wrong, lots of them died of strokes. Or were killed by their dad, or I don't. <laughs> there's, there's a lot of so fucked up much. shit on the side. Yeah, but but there's also like it's fifty fifty. If I you're think... killed, it's either by somebody in your family that's trying to take the throne, or by the people that you have treated like shit. I love that. It's great. I uh, I think that's how it should work. <laughs> I think so too. But I think it, 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 do you... life or death do a good job. Yes, <laughs> I think. There's just so many. You know what I mean? Like, there's so many Russians in Russia. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like governing that many people is, it. I, I, th- I would assume it, that, yeah, like, if you get, if there's enough people that are just fucking pissed, that might be pretty good, uh, you know, high chance of like, all right, no, there's people know that they have numbers and they're yeah. like, go fuck with yourself. You oh, know? yeah. <laughs> I mean, the revolution was, yeah, yeah. They are not unaware of the power they have. As a people. Okay. That makes me somehow... Now I'm coming in with some hope. <laughs> I mean, they might be now. I don't know. But I know right, that, yeah. you know. So, uh, let me see here. And then... So Rome had, like, fallen. And yeah, then... Yeah, that was a thing. <laughs> what was after Rome? Constantinople, I think? I know there was, like, Persia and Alexander the Great and all that bullshit. There was one after Rome. I don't remember where it was, but it was, like, the second Rome. And then they decided that Moscow was going to be the third Rome. Like, it was a whole coined word. There's a link for it on Wiki. Third Rome. It was a thing. All they right. were, yeah, they, you know, it, it basically what it was, was they were inheriting what Rome was. A place of culture. They took Christian Eastern Orthodox. Ballet. You know, they, um, I mean, I could be just a piece of shit, but. <laughs> well, Russia did give us ballet. Yeah, that's what I thought. So I, I was just, with them, it sounds like they were developing culture and that yeah. kind of shit. They yeah. were like, we're the number one dogs. They got the fucking basketball of the world. And 
So American far from football. what I can tell, if you have the great tagged at the end of your name, it's because you're growing culture. That's cool. Because Catherine the Great, there was also a lot of culture. She built schools and theaters and an art academy, the first one they ever had. Like Now that I think about it, yeah, Russia did have a lot of art going on. Yeah, so during Catherine the Great's time, I really can't wait for that. That's when you got, what's his name, Borovsky, something like Oh, man. I don't remember. Cut that out. I'm sorry. Right. There's Joseph Stalin, and then there's fucking uh, Gorbachev. But that is way later. I don't think it's Gorbachev. No, it's something ski. I can't remember. <laughs> I've had a lot of names in my head the last two days. So. Yeah, yeah. Then he marries a Byzantine princess. And I am going to get into this a little bit, because I was like, what the hell is Byzantine, right? So the Byzantine Empire was before it turned into Constantinople. Okay. So, before Ottoman Empire. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like all the same culture for the most part. Don't come at me. But from what I can tell, it's, it's all the same culture. It's just who ruled and that kind of thing. Yeah. But so, he, he marries her and made a new coat of arms for Russia, which was a double-headed eagle. He had the second longest reign in Russian history. Second only to his grandson, Ivan the Fourth, who was Ivan the Terrible. Okay. <laughs> We're gonna take a little trip between Ivan the Terrible, because that's like the next thing in history that they are like, let's bother with, you know. But I was like, if there's somebody between them, what's up with him? What yeah. happened there? I don't just I don't want gaps. You yeah. Know? Ivan had a son with his wife named Vasali. As well. He was like the Sully the Third or Fourth or whatever. That must have been a popular name at the time. He didn't do a whole lot, and they jokingly call him the Sully the Adequate. <laughs> so Ivan the Great, Sully the Adequate, and Ivan the Terrible. That's the secession there. He did have another son, but he died really young. And so his second son, the Sully the Adequate, was who came into power. And then he had uh, Ivan the Terrible. Well, fuck. Yeah, buddy. That doesn't sound like a, a good thread. Ivan the Terrible's a pretty crazy dude. Nasty bruh. <laughs> Listen. Wait, is your mental health doing alright? <laughs> I don't know. Ivan the Terrible is in a really... He's not... It's not... He's fucked. <laughs> <laughs> like, how bad? Was it like Joseph Stalin bad? I don't know. If I'm going to be honest with you, I didn't learn a lot about Stalin. Uh, he's like, um... But I mean, we'll just... Yeah! I mean, that's still technically a part of that history, Here's so maybe... Here's the thing. I'll get there. Yeah. You know, but like, <laughs> what I need to tell you, I'm not, we're not even at the Romanovs, and they reigned for 300 years. Yeah, that was like a whole fucking thing. Yeah. That was like, right, right, but the Romanovs were the last before it Sars. turned into what it is today, right? Yes. Yeah. Ish. There was a lot of transition after them. Right, yeah. Um, I did, like, a blanket, very vague, like, I watched a video and whatnot from, like, Super History or something like that, that did, like, the whole thing in 20 minutes, and... <laughs> that sounds hilarious. It wasn't bad. Um, no, I'm just saying, like, it doesn't but, sound right. feasible. <laughs> it's not feasible. They skip over a bunch of stuff. They don't even talk about Vasily II, and that guy is cool, okay? He deserves to be talked about. He had some back-and-forth crap. Lots of people got their eyeballs messed up with. Like, I just... And I love that they're like, hey, Golden Horde. Like, 
there's this weird mom that's in the corner smoking and they keep coming in from the bedroom to talk to her and she's like whatever you guys get out and they go back in and fight like i don't even know the whole gordon horde portion of it had me laughing my ass off while i was doing the research you can ask Juan because that poor man had to listen i sound yes. like henry but like yeah. He had to listen to it while I was researching it all. I'm like, you will not believe what happened next. Uh, and he's just like, uh-huh, yeah. I don't okay. want to hear about this anymore. But uh, Ivan's, Ivan's something else. So he was the first ruler of Russia to declare himself a czar. I say this because he... There's a difference between styling yourself as a czar, like signing it, czar, whatever and declaring yourself a czar. So, he declares himself a czar. His dad dies when he's three, and he had put together, because he was ill and knew he was going to die, uh, he had put together this chosen council, um, and they declared Ivan the Terrible czar at 16. That's a good idea. In the middle of... Right. In the, well, Lots of people were ruling at 16 then. They thought that that was a totally logical just, thing to do, and I, it's wild. Maybe... Maybe the span of life was only, like, 35 still? Well, especially when you keep killing each other. But anyway, um, <laughs> his reign saw Russia transform from a medieval state to an empire, but it fucked up the people and its long-term economy. So, like, he fucked up the people, so the social stuff got messed up, and the economic stuff got totally wrecked. Like, both. He just, he just fucked it all <laughs> right up. Fucked it all right up. So while he was still young, he conquered two khanates, and got rid of the Chosen Council. By doing that, he ended up starting the Livonian War. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It's like Bush. This was the thing. <laughs> this is the thing. I'm already unhappy. Okay. So the Livonian War was this really big shit show. It involved a bunch of different countries, territories, etc. It was 25 years long. Okay. Ah. Places that are involved... <laughs> Livonia, Polish Lithuania, Denmark, Norway, Kingdom of Sweden. Fuck yeah. The Zipporz. Oh my gosh. I couldn't even. I can't even pronounce it in my head. Zaporzian. Z A P O R O Z H I A N. Zaporzian? There you go. Sure. Cossacks Principality of Transylvania, the Sardom of Russia, and the Kazim Khanate. This war ravaged Russia. He lost Livonia. And Ingria, which I think is another spot that doesn't matter to me any. If I'm being honest, it, not, it does not come back up. It sounds a lot like uh, it's it's the shit that's happening in like, the Middle East and all that kind of stuff. It's just a mixed bag of everybody's got their own kind of thing going on. For sure. And, everybody's got their and finger maybe, in that pot. Maybe there's some religious shit. Maybe it's just for political gain. Who gives a shit? There's a lot of stuff happening. Yes. That being said, I can tell you why they were fighting over Livonia. Oh, you can. Okay. I can. I can. Wow. I did. I stopped in the middle of it, and I was like, but why? Yeah. Because that's what started the whole damn thing we're doing here. So, Livonia is coastal. Russia didn't have anything west coast. All right. They didn't have access to water. So they can't ship shit out. Trade. Yeah. Yeah. So, it, it was. it's really an accessibility point, and it it's wasn't under any strong bodies of control at that time. Yeah. And so they were like, we're just going to usurp this. It's like you know? Panama. Right. Panama Canal. Right. <laughs> uh, needed a good place to do some trade. Yes. And the issue that everybody else had with it was, wow, Russia's getting pretty big. 
we should do something about that. I guess and that's so then it kind of reasonable. Thing, you know? Yeah. So, so that's, that's the why all of these people are doing all of these crazy things. So he loses Livonia and he loses Ingria, but he gets tighter control over the nobility in Russia, which he then uses to enact the Oprichnina, a purge of the aristocrats. Aristocrat? Aristocrat. You want to say aristocrat? I do so bad. You want to say aristocrat? Aristocracy. There Uh we go. I can say it in my head, but my mouth does not like it. (laughs) Um, So yeah, he... I'm going to try and say that sentence again and say aristocracy. Go for it. So that it's better. Which he then used to enact the opera Nina, a purge on the aristocracy. So I'm going to go into the opera (laughs) Nina just a little bit because... He does a bunch of stuff, and it's really bad, and we'll go into what he does as well. But it's important to kind of understand what the hell is really happening with that. It's a whole, like, small story in itself. So in the middle of the Livonian War, like, we're in the middle of the war. This is all happening in the middle of that war. Yeah. A prince defected to the Lithuanians and led their uh, army against Russia and fucked them up. And so Ivan was like, who else of you is looking to trade? You know? Yeah. So he basically throws this big old fit. He disappears to Alexandrova, Sloboda? I don't know. And basically says, y'all stole money from the government and are planning treason. And I'm not mad at my citizens, but this guy, Simeon Bekbolotovich, is in charge. Simeon, by the way, is a descendant of Genghis Khan and is lit fan. This guy is wearing a gold cape and a gold dress and gold high heels and his hair is up in braids and he is dripping. Fantastic. Fuck yeah. Anyway, so he gets left in charge and then they send people out because they're desperate. They're like, oh my god, please come back. We need a leader. We're in the middle of a war against 14 (laughs) other people. And he's like, fine, but I get to do it. I'm going to come back under the agreement that I get to persecute treason outside of the limitations of the law. Damn. All right. Which created the Opera Nina. He had a political police that he used to do this called the Opera Nikki. Fuck yeah. I love that song. <laughs> <laughs> so through the Opera Nina, again, happening in the middle of this giant war with 50 other people, there were public executions, seizing of the land and property of the aristocrats, taking it back for himself slash Russian. And he later used the Opera Nikki to commit a vengeance massacre in Novgorod. I could not find out what the vengeance was for. Uh, I don't have anything. I tried. <laughs> I don't I have tried. anything. I tried. I couldn't, I couldn't find out what it was for. I think it was just people there were kind of dissenty, like, we don't like that you're doing all of this. And he was like, fuck you. But that's, it's kind of vague what I got. That's fine. I'll go with it. <laughs> I'll go with it. But so, it's hard to tell what the numbers were on this. They say that the casualties were in the tens of thousands. And there were, like, acts of extreme cruelty. Like, they were just pillaging in the street, you know? Damn. Novgorod was no longer a leading city of Russia. Remember, that's where it all started. That's where rest started, you know? Right. So, it was a leading city up until that point. But it was basically destroyed. Their citizenry was destroyed. And the surrounding farmlands were destroyed. They just wreaked havoc on all of it. They did that for five weeks. Gee, okay. Yeah. Gee, you could have just, you know. Five weeks. <laughs> Killing people in the street. Dragging them out. Do you like Ivan? You know. Wow. Just, just popping them. Just yeah. like Hitler shit. Yeah. Really awful stuff. You know, the, rem- the numbers range from 
I don't know. Original sources say like 60,000, but with newer information and stuff, they say it's somewhere around 2,000 to 27,000, which is still like a really big range to try and identify because they only honored people that were kind of of higher stature and anybody who wasn't, you know, at least mildly noble, they didn't even write down that they died. They didn't fair note enough. them, you know? Yeah, fair enough. So it's really hard to be able to tell how many people actually died in all of that. So probably like an extra... Like, just multiply it by two. Probably. Or ten. (laughs) Right. There's no way to know. And then, so just a quick little, like, descriptor of Ivan. Some, like, people that were close to him. How they define him. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sexy. Yeah, buddy. No, that guy was gnarly looking, dude. You saw a picture of him? Yeah, I've seen a couple. He's he's wrecked. Uh, Um, Oh, God. Most of the dudes were not great looking. He looks better in his younger pictures, but as he gets older, like, you can just see, like, I don't know, his internal destruction on his face. You're talking about Ivan the Terrible? Ivan the Terrible. Oh my god, he looks like a fucking Which wizard. Which one I want to see? <laughs> he looks like a wizard. Yeah, buddy, that's the one. All the leaders are going to have ones like that with the with the scepter Ugh. and the ball. Oh yeah, because yeah, I guess that would be the leader. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Okay, yeah, and then they've all... Well, now you're looking ahead. Oh, that one. Yeah, I think that's like an actor. That's somebody pretending. Or whatever, but still. It's not far off. God damn. I mean, how... (laughs) um... Yeah, he looks like he crawled out of a fucking... I mean, he almost looks like like Rasputin in a way. Yes. Yeah, he's got that Rasputin vibe to him for sure. Yeah, he's like a homeless dude that like crawled out of a a bridge or something like that. (laughs) Billy Groats gruff. You gotta pay the troll toll. God damn it. (laughs) So those close to him described him as smart, devout. (laughs) Right, I know. Smart, devout, prone to paranoia, rage, and mentally unstable episodes. Fuck yeah, I believe that. I believe 100% all of that. 100%. In one of his fits of rage... You ready? Are you ready? Yeah. I don't know if you're ready, man. <laughs> In one of his fits of rage, he killed his oldest son. What What the fuck? How old was the kid? He was in his 20s. He, what uh, the fuck? He, God. I think he was like 26 or something. And he had a wife that was pregnant and... You're justifying. It's super good. <laughs> I don't understand. What kind of fit? It's super good. Here's, here's what had happened. So his eldest son had gotten married. And Ivan didn't like his wife. So he said, you're going to go be a nun now. And they forced her into nunnery. Then he found a second wife. And he was like, "Mm, you suck too. Go be a nun. (laughs) So he's forced them into nunnery. And then he finds this wife. And things are okay-ish, I guess. He gets the lady pregnant. They're married. Everything's good. And then she was wearing untraditionally light clothing. And it just sent him off. And he started like beating the shit out of her. Made her miscarry her baby. And he hears her screaming. His son does. So he comes running in and he's like, you sent my other two wives to be nuns and now you're beating this one up and killing my baby inside her? What is wrong with you? So then he gets up and he kills his son. So the lady survives from what I can tell, but the baby dies and his son dies. <laughs> what the fuck? Right. <laughs> and then he holds him in his arms and is like, my son, while he's dying. <laughs> he beats the shit. Dude. Wow. Unbelievable. Maybe you should have thought of that. He should have thought of that. Oh god. Um, (laughs) And that left his younger son to inherit the throne. That's good. He was bad at his job. Oh, (laughs) that's not good. And uh, yeah, so Ivan the Terrible's son led to the time of troubles, which is wow. That's a statement. (laughs) Where will where we'll pick up next? 
Um, oh, man. But I will note that Ivan died via a stroke. Yay! <laughs> while playing chess with his closest associate, which we would now call a best friend. He had a stroke because he fucking... He, he hung a quadruple fork. Yeah, that thing was beautiful. <laughs> um, so he was playing chess with Bogdan Belsky. That was his closest associate. He was originally... He started as a bodyguard for him while they were out doing war shit. And right. then uh, came back and he... The most reward he ever got was a... Not a purple heart? Red circle? Way big, way big, way bigger than all of it. That's, that's way bigger than what he got. Um, no, a promotion. <laughs> So the biggest uh, reward he got was a promotion to being a thing in Russian that I can't say. So it means the keeper of the czar's weapons. So instead of being a human shield, he turned into, here's a bunch of weapons. Here's your stuff. He was his, <laughs> another word in Russian that I cannot like, say. armory. But he was his... his or blacksmith. Igor. His, oh, fuck yeah, dude. thing, you know. Um, What's it? Wait, let me look up his name. I want to see a picture of him. Uh, Did you see a picture of him? Bogdan. Yeah. Bogdan Belsky. Bogdan Belvsky. Belv. Minion. He was his minion. Ah, yes. All right. You know? He's a chubby little guy. Yeah. Oh, I love that oh, look, picture. There's, though. there's Ivan. Yeah. Yeah. So that's his death right there. And that's him? That's Yeah, that's Bogdan. All right. Yeah he's, he's, yeah, he's fucking cool. Yeah, here's the best part. And I don't know. Russians are going to find me one day for this. But. Bogdan would stay in his chamber. He would just chill? Like he'd stay the night in his chamber. And so aside from the promotion to being his weapons man, (laughs) he also like led this huge thing, won them back a big city. It was a whole big deal. And he was like, good job. Here's a quarter and a gold necklace. And not like one of war or anything, but like here's a gold chain. It sounds like love to me. It sounds like he's yeah, like, you've done dude. so good for me, honey. Here's mm. a present. Well, that's how you keep an Igor. Oh, for sure. Gotta give him rewards sometimes. But, like, the rewards were so minimal. You know what I mean? Like, was he truly dedicated? Was it just good D? Or was he like, well, as long as I'm really good to the czar, I'm not gonna die. Yeah, dude. Actually, you're not... You're probably not wrong. Because, like, what the fuck... What happened in war? Like, that changes some shit. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? If he's a... Because... I'm not. I would not be surprised if he actually was literally just a human shield. If you're in war and you're somebody's bodyguard, that's exactly like, hey, get in front of me. I need to use you as like a bullet shield. You take my bullets. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. Well, and then like, although I guess during that time they made maybe didn't have guns. It was just swords and shit. Yeah, I don't think we were at guns at this point. Um, maybe China, but I mean, but even then they didn't use it for warfare yet. Yeah, what. 1500s? Yeah, 1500s. 1583 is when the Livonian War ended. But well, I then think they've that got, yeah, they've under, got, they probably got Flintlock. 1583, I think that ends under, um, it might have been under Ivan still, but I don't think it was. I think it was under his son that the, the war ended. But yeah, it's just very interesting to me. Because I mean, like, listen, it's always so hush-hush, but like, people are having sex with everybody. Hell yeah. Lincoln, there's like that whole thing about how Lincoln might have been gay or whatever secretly yeah you know there's it's out there man so it it's super not very doubtable to me at all that 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 was the case because then he also entrusted his youngest son to belsky okay he was like you watch my youngest son so 
as far as firearm history goes. Mm-hmm. First one, China. I was right. It's in 10th century, though. So, 1100s. Okay. And, uh, and then, or I guess that would be like nine. But it said 1100 something. So, I'm just going with that. And then, as far as Russia goes, didn't look like until like 1915, which is kind Damn, of crazy. Damn, really? Yeah, crazy. Wow. They were just, like, like I said, they just, just have throwing a Throwing bodies people. at people. Yep. Yeah. Wow, <laughs> man. That's wild. That is some wild shit. But yeah, so that's the first. I fucking love it. Nothing, I love where this is going. I'm not even going. into Romanovs, dude. But like, it just ended up being so interesting. And I just, there was so much information to go through. And it was like, well, how do, who am I to decide what's worth looking at and what's not? Exactly, yeah. You know? So I'm just kind of taking most of what it's given me. And then, you know, we'll we'll go through it all. And then, you know what? We'll be the only two people we know that know anything about Russia in all actuality. And I love that. Because I think I think that's what we've hinted on the last like few episodes. It's just I've made the trope where it's like, okay, America as an American, you really don't need to know about anybody other than I mean, you don't even need to know Mexican history, which is yeah. crazy. Yeah, you just need to like neighbors. take a couple take a couple classes of speaking Mexican or Spanish. Oh, Jesus. Jesus Christ, okay. I'm gonna yeah, you know this. We're just gonna end it there. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, listen, this is, <laughs> this is as close out. as we're going to get to, <laughs> all out of the, <laughs> this is as close as we're going to get to traveling the world. Yeah. Uh, me anyways. Yeah, basically. You may be able to at some point, but I'm not going to, and this is as good as it's going to get, and comparable maybe, I'd say, you know? I mean, look, yeah. my view on war is already different than it was, and I'm not even halfway through Russian history. Is it for the better? Better for me. All right. That's all that matters. <laughs>